0: Ready to go. Morning Drive with Goodman and Hurdle, presented by Silter Har Mazda. A no pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silter Har Mazda. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wild Card Casino Sports Desk. Here's Eric and Bruce. And good morning, everybody. Welcome, to
1: Morning Drive, Goodman Hurdle. Watch us, MyLifeSports.com. You can reach us on the Roller Auctions Twitter feed at Bruce Hurdle at Eric Goodman next week. Roller Auctions having five auctions with over 3,000 items, including electric bikes, hardwood flooring, contracting tools, police evidence, and much more. Get involved, get notifications. But upcoming auctions at RollerAuction.com backslash MHS. So I'm running a little bit behind schedule. And as I said to you right when I walked in, you ever notice when you're running a little bit late, the lights tend to last a little bit longer? Yeah,
2: it's... uh. It's inevitable, isn't it? It really is. Yeah, it's uh, angering. Yes. How about so it goes. But you're but you're looking good. Well, you're you feeling too. good. Yeah. It's Friday. Yeah. You've got family in town. You have an event tomorrow. So you've got you've got plenty of things to uh, to sustain you over the weekend. Not to mention a fantastic day of Pac-12 football tomorrow. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. Washington, Utah, and Seattle, Oregon, USC, and even Colorado, and Utah, or, or excuse me, Arizona,
1: in the last home game of the season. Well, I'll tell you right now, if a fight breaks out, the yeah. Buffs are going to be ready to go. Yeah. They'll be
2: ahead on the scoreboard, It, but they have to fight amongst
1: one another. Right. Not with the other team. And Dion will be there with pen <laughs> and notepad in hand, marking down who the winners are. He likes to know fight. who wins these things. He sure does. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. We'll talk about that in the next segment. As for this segment, time now for The Lead.
0: The Lead is presented by Smoke & Dave's Barbecue and Brew, Colorado's best barbecue since 2007. Get some tonight in Denver, Longmont, Lions, and Estes Park.
1: So on Monday night, Von Miller is going to face the Broncos for the first time in the regular season since he was traded on November 1st, 2022. Von spoke to the Denver media yesterday, said, it's Not like it's a revenge game. I felt I left on good terms. Went to win the Super Bowl, had a great relationship with everybody in that facility. I cried real tears when I left. To see that organization winning again and doing better is a real treat for me. With that, if I told you the Broncos would beat the Bills on Monday night, but Vaughn would have an enormous game, I'm talking about like three and a half sacks, and he is just wrecking the Broncos' offense, but they win. The Broncos win. You good with that? Yeah. Did the Broncos win the game? The Broncos win the yes,
2: game. Yes, I'm I'm good with that. I, I don't think it will happen that way, but I would but I would gladly now, as I sit here on Friday, I would try. I would give Vaughn three and a half sacks and take a Broncos win.
1: Yes. He is there are a lot of former players of Denver sports teams who are liked. Nolan Arenado. People weren't rooting for a trade, but they wanted him to go to a contender. Yes. When it comes to the list of favorite athletes in Denver history, and I've been here twice as long as you have, Mm -hmm. can you think of too many athletes who are as well-liked and revered as Von Miller? You're right. I
2: don't have that history that predates it. I don't know what... Rowan and and, and Sackic, how they were revered. I don't know about the likability of John Elway from a fan standpoint, from Broncos country right. standpoint. I know this. I've done this for close over forty years. I'm try, I It's hard, I'm hard pressed to think of any athlete anywhere I've been yeah. that's been as loved. As
1: Miller. Vaughn, whether it was genuine or not, always said the right things. And even when he had missteps, like when he failed a drug test. Sure. He owned it immediately. Now, the PR staff had a lot to do with that. The PR staff for the Broncos, if you made a mistake, they would always say, um, you're, you're going in front of the cameras mm-hmm. today. You're just going to go up there and own it, and we're going to move right up. Because that's what great pros do. Right. And I'm talking about a
2: PR staff and the player. Right. you got to talk sense to the player, make sense, and the player's got to trust the process from the PR staff. And the Broncos, well, we've talked about it many times. Their their PR staff is nothing short of amazing.
1: Yeah. As a member of the Denver Broncos, you have an advantage that a member of the Nuggets, the Rockies, and the Avalanche don't have. There is constant attention on that team. You are constantly on camera. And the the Broncos, I'm not going to suggest they're overexposed in this town, but they are definitely exposed. Oh, my gosh,
2: yes. Absolutely. There's no team even even in here in Denver that's close to it. The, the Broncos are everyday
1: exposure. Right. Every day. Right. I I can't go back to when they won their first set of Super Bowls, but I'm guessing people felt that way about Terrell Davis. I would imagine. Right. Right. People felt that way to an extent about Shannon Sharp, although with Shannon, he was always very outspoken. I'm sure maybe he rubbed some people the wrong way. Rub ne- Vaughn never rubbed anybody the wrong way. He would never say something and you're like, Oh God, I wish you wouldn't have said that. <laughs> no, he said
2: some things that made you chuckle every Correct. now and then, but right. but that was part of that was part of Vaughn being Vaughn. Right. There is a catchphrase in town, or at least amongst media, Vaughn being Vaughn. it, it it's so true. Right. Because that's who Vaughn is. And
1: it's part of what you love about him. Yeah. It really is. Peyton Manning is revered around sure. here as well. But what you need to do is you need to combine a lot of different elements. Playing at the highest level, mm-hmm. okay? Always saying the right thing. And Vaughn checks that box. And then, oh, you also need to talk about Denver and Colorado as if it is your home, mm-hmm. whether it is your home or not. Even if you're from Texas. Correct. Right. Yeah. So I'll be curious to see... If Vaughn lives here in the offseason, meaning not the off season, I'll be curious to see if he lives when he's here done. when he's retired. Yeah. I don't think he's coming back. He just doesn't strike me as a guy who's going to come back and have a house here full time. He might. When you look at a guy like John Elway, revered, then he eventually became the GM, extra revered. Yeah. Now today, not as revered. But the things with John Elway... He did some things that probably rub some people the wrong way. I'm talking about things in his personal life. Sure. Okay. Vaughn seemed to live a completely clean life here. And I can promise you he didn't because there were things that were not reported. But And there even were a few things that
2: were reported that just didn't stick. Right. He's he's one of those people that every he's very likable. Very and and, and he's
1: Teflon. things just kind of roll off of him the only guy i can think of in 20 years of being here that can rise to the level of von miller is nicola yeah i think so he is nicola is so incredibly likable Mm -hmm. i mean there was a a woman who what fell off her chair right and he started laughing yeah and he didn't do it in a mean
2: way no he did it in a nicola like way like It struck him as funny because it is funny. Right. As long as someone doesn't hurt themselves doing it. Right.
1: Then it's funny. It's okay. With that, do you think the Broncos would be a different team this season or a different team last season if the trade doesn't happen, meaning he is still on this roster?
2: Well, I mean, I suppose that it would be different, although...
1: Different record? Nah, Nah, I don't think so. And, and by the way, you can't argue that they would have a different record because he was here from 2016 yeah. until 2022. Yeah, right. I mean, there was a lot of bad football played, and he was a part. And he of was a, lot a part of, of it. it. And right. he and he was a part of
2: it. And there were good moments for him individually, and then kind of blah meh yep. moments, which is kind of where he is right now. Right. But of course, he's coming off of an injury. We'll see. You never. I would never sell Vaughn Short but he's older now. Um he's a different type of player. He can still go get the quarterback, he's proven that. But uh but no, I, I When when the deal was made, it felt like the right time.
1: It was the right time.
2: It felt like the right time and, and I was sad about it personally. Um but I felt it was good for the Broncos and I felt like it was good for Vaughn. Yeah. Hell, he went to LA and won a Super Bowl. Correct. Okay? I I mean, that's a that's a mic drop moment. Right. So, um and the fact that they weren't able to circle back to one another, I get. That ship has sailed. It's okay. I'm glad that Vaughn still feels the way that he does. I'm glad that Broncos country still feels the way that they do, that they can continue to support his, the multitude of charitable events that he's involved with. He still comes back and people still support him, which I think is an absolutely wonderful thing and a reflection of how much he's truly loved in Broncos country. But I don't think that that means he needs to be a part of the roster anymore.
1: Right. With that, eventually he will go into the Ring of Fame. There is a rule with the Ring of Fame. You have to wait five years Mm -hmm. until after you're retired. John Elway is the only one they made an exception for. Well. Do you think they will make an exception for Vaughn? I hope so. They won't.
2: I hope so, but they
1: probably won't. They won't. And I'll tell you why. If he had had finished his career as a
2: Bronco, maybe
1: then. And it's not his fault that he left. He was traded. it's business. It's not like he walked in and pounded the table and said, I want out of here. You only do that for one guy. That's not something I think you should do twice. And Vaughn is not at the same level as John Elway. He's just not. John Elway is one of a kind. There will never be anyone else like him in the history of this franchise.
2: Well, John, you can never, you only have one first. And it turns out that you only have one second, too. Right. Elway has earned every bit of the niche, not the niche, of the the place that he has carved out in this state, region, whatever, sports history. His legacy is complete.
1: I know we had professional hockey before the avalanche. I get it. But back when John Elway came here, there were no Rockies. No. Hockey, I, I, I suppose. Right. There were the Nuggets. Then you had the Nuggets. Yeah, John Elway put the bron- put Denver on the yeah. map. No question he about it. He just did. Yeah, absolutely. What, what he has meant to this organization on so many different levels, as great as Vaughn is as a player, as great as Nicole Jokic is as a player, someone needed to be the one. Someone needed to be the Lewis and Clark. Yeah, good good call. And it was John Elway. But Eric, even now, all
2: these years later, think of, and you can do this much better than I can, but even from afar, when I think of indelible moments in Denver sports history, the drive, the helicopter, I mean, you think of Elway foisting the trophy. I mean, Elway has so many indelible moments. And there are others that do too, but not plural
1: Elway's got moments, plural. Here's the funny thing. When you look at Elway today, this is Peyton Manning's town. It is no longer John Elway's town. And the next time, and I hate to, you know, bring this show down 500 notches. If you ask people about John Elway today, I think they will choke on saying all the things that you said. Helicopter, the drive, because... They are still so upset where this franchise is, and they blame John Elway mm, for it. Yeah, They they, they do forget I, that I hear, yeah. he was a big reason why Peyton Manny came here, yeah. right? Right. And anyway, the next time this city will be unified, and speaking of John Elway in 100% glowing terms... Will be his passing. Yep. Yeah. Everybody will forget and, and- about what happened with this franchise but until that day there will be people who choke on their own words but we all know it's how that's the way that's the way life is it's
2: the way that life is and no one who commands that much attention in the public eye will ever get through it that unscathed
1: coming up after the break Deion sanders has stepped in it again i'm sorry and this time i'm just like Dude, you're you're kind of losing your marbles here. You <laughs> you're saying things that you're saying things that to me are so crazy that you're like Teflon Dion and you think it's not going to stick. And if you're a parent and you we're gonna let you know what Dion said as a parent, you got to look at it and say, now do I really want to send my son to play for Dion at Colorado? That's next.
0: Need is there's something wrong and you can't put your finger on it. Right then roll me and I don't think I have ever seen it morning drive with Goodman and Hurdle presented by Silter Harmazda, a no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silter Harmazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Card Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Bruce.
1: Welcome back. Morning Drive, Goodman, Hurdle. Watch us MyLifeSports.com. Reach us. Roller Auctions Twitter feed at Bruce Hurdle at Eric Goodman. Next week, Roller Auctions having five auctions with over 3,000 items, including electric bikes, hardwood flooring, contracting tools, police evidence, and more. Get involved. Get notifications about upcoming auctions at RollerAuction.com backslash MHS. In the meantime, this would be a wonderful, beautiful weekend to head up to Broomfield, to Silta Mazda. They have a lot of inventory up there, including something you need to take for a test drive, the plug-in hybrid CX90 SUV when you buy this ride. Instantly, you're going to get a $7,500 federal rebate. And you might qualify for an additional $5,000 credit from the state of Colorado. Here's something else exciting about silta Mazda. You got to check out their beautiful state-of-the-art showroom. It is a thing to behold that has all the bells and whistles. Go to Broomfield today for a test drive or check them out at sthmazda.com. Time now for the buzz.
3: The Buzz is presented by Castle Rock Men's Health and Castle Rock and Aurora. See why Eric only trusts his health with Dr. Lee at Castle Rock Men's Health. Deion Sanders
1: has said a lot of things since he has been the head coach at CU. He's going to be bringing his Louie. He said that to a whole group of kids that eventually got pushed out the door. I'm not suggesting they should have stayed. They were not a good football team last year. Mm-mm. Okay, Against TCU, goes after Edward at ESPN. Do you believe now? Kind of jumped the shark on that one because right now I don't think a lot of people believe about this season. It is more about next season. But yesterday he was on the coach's show and he was talking about his preparation, the team's preparation, getting ready for a very good Arizona team. We've had a great week of practice. We had a couple fights, which I like. Is that a good thing? That's a great thing, right? Yeah. When you have a couple fights, that's a, that's a great thing. And I always want to know who won because I keep records. <laughs> yeah, I don't break them up. Some some coaches break them up, but I don't right. break them up. Because some guys fight hoping for the breakup. No, <laughs> we're going to let you go. If you're going to commit, commit, right? You yeah, 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 commit. Yeah. Yeah. We're all in.
2: Mm. Hmm. Hmm.
1: How do you think? How do you think? Mm-hmm. How do you think mom is feeling when Dion's in the living room? Okay. Recruiting the son. Fathers. You might get a hundred percent.
2: You might, maybe not a hundred percent. You know, look. I saw the clip. I've heard the clip. I've read the clip, I, I, and I've tried to put it in the proper context. But for me, fighting at practice doesn't accomplish anything. It 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 just doesn't accomplish anything. And in fact, I think it sends a poor message. This is my opinion. and my opinion only, um, doesn't have to be anyone else's opinion. Certainly hasn't. Doesn't have to be Dion Sanders' opinion. Um, I'm not so sure that everything behind closed doors, based on what I've seen with that football program, is hunky dory. Anyway, you're demoting offensive coordinators. You're throwing uh, offensive lo- uh, an entire position room under the bus. You're you're promoting, promoting, I guess, or at least accepting um, altercations breaking out in practice. Uh, I think that I would probably, my own way of thinking is I'm trying to find a, a way to, and maybe this is Dion's way. I'm looking for cohesion. I'm looking for all for one and one for all. I'm looking for everyone to be able to move forward together trying to move this thing forward step by step when we've misstepped way too many times
1: in the last six weeks i talked to a couple nfl players about this one Mm -hmm. of those guys went to see you okay one guy said to me yeah i can understand fights in training camp this is awfully late but not in the middle of the season i mean during training camp Two a days, it's hot as hell outside. You're tired of hitting your own teammate. I get that.
2: That that's yeah,
1: we get that. Training I, camp, we get. Yeah. It during practice, during the season, I've never heard of a fight breaking out. I've covered four NFL teams. I've never heard of a fight breaking out in the middle of practice. And then the coach keeping receipts. Enough with the keeping of the receipts. Another former NFL player Texted me and said, this is such a ridiculous thing to say and to keep a record of. These are guys who have played. And oh, by the way, the second guy, Dion, is not one of the greatest cornerbacks of all time, but was a multiple all pro in the NFL. So this guy has some cred as well, just like the other guy has some cred as well. The Here's the problem, and I'll use the term. And if people don't like me for saying it, so be it. These are the things dictators say. Mm. Cap, these, right. are the, these are the things dictators well, say. Well, you can do this in college. You can do this when you're winning. Uh, yes. You can do this yes. when you are winning. And what do I mean by these are the things that dictators say? You think Rick George is going to comment on this? My goodness, no. And why do you think he's not going to comment on it? Because what did dictators do? They put you on the the naughty list. They put you on the, I'm going to run you out of town list. You don't cross me. You don't cross dictators. You don't. Because if you do, that dictator is going to bury you. Yeah, That's what that person is going to do. And right now, Rick George is enjoying all of the money coming into the university. Oh, my gosh. And Absolutely. all of the attention. Sure. He is going to remain silent. Deion Sanders runs CU Athletics. Make no mistake about it. He is in charge. Rick, when you brought in Dion, I understand why you did. The, the football program was in shambles on many different levels. Under Tad Boyle, it was going well for the basketball program. Look at the women's basketball program. Yep. But when it comes to CU football, Dion Sanders is the man in charge. And no one is going to speak up to this. No one. Because if you do, Dion's going to get upset with you. And he might say, oh, you're not on my side anymore. Well, I just might leave. We already know he keeps receipts. He's told us that, right? Yep. We keep receipts. All right. But
2: this, to me, is a line crossed.
1: Yep. And let me speak for you, and I'll speak for me. I'm going to speak for both of us. I'm sorry if you feel that Bruce and I are being old men, get off your lawn guy. I'm sorry. Um, what if somebody breaks their hand hitting a helmet? Yeah. You, are you good with that? No. Are you good with that? I'm not good. I'm not good. With I'm, that. Not, I'm not good no. with that. You know what? Teach your guys not to not to blow a huge lead against Stanford. Yeah. That's what you should be teaching. Don't do that. Don't get your ass whooped by Colorado State and have to have a a, a miracle comeback. That's what you should be teaching your guys. Not, I'm good with fights because it shows enthusiasm and we're on the right track. I tell you what, here's the the deal, Dion. Go out and beat Arizona. Go out and beat Arizona. And if you lose to Arizona, like so many other ranked teams have done, if that's what you're going to do, fine. Maybe I'll cut you a wee bit of slack. But if you get curb stomped, what you're doing is not working. Yeah. Well,
2: what they're doing is not working, period, right now, at least in terms of winning football games. Um, This has been a very interesting study because no one, including you and I, would sit here and say that Colorado is not in a remarkably better place than they were this time last year, certainly when the season started. It doesn't make any difference if they finish out the last three games getting their butts kicked. They
1: are in a much better place. He has done a lot of really good things. Many. But Deion Sanders, outside of fighting his own players, choking his own players, is doing exactly what Bob Knight did. Hmm. Okay? Hmm. Bob Knight. Yeah. You're going to class. Okay. You graduate. You treat women well. You don't treat them like garbage. You talk to them with respect. You work hard. Hey, Carmani McLean. Here's the deal. Yeah. If you're not going to study your playbook, you're not going to play. He's handled that flawlessly. He has done flawlessly. So, he has done so many good things. He has said so many good things. But with that, we will give him carte blanche. To say ridiculous things like this. Kind of like, and Bob Knight said some things that were so incredibly inappropriate, he should have gotten fired after that Connie Chung interview when talking about rape, where you should just sit back and enjoy it. Yeah, that, and, yeah. and, and, and Deion Sanders would never go to that level. Of course. Not. And I am not suggesting that he would. But when you're saying ridiculous things, you get a pass because of all the good things that you have said. Every situation is different and we have praised Deion Sanders up and down and rightfully so. But just because you've done so many good things doesn't give you a free pass for other things. Dude, you're a Neanderthal if you believe that. You really are. If if you are if you are taking notes and writing down who won each fight, you are a Neanderthal. Yeah, what's the purpose of that by the way?
2: I mean, I, I'm asking a, a real, like, what do you do with that information? What, 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 I mean, is that you, do you, is that part of the whole process of who plays on Saturday or, I mean, I don't even know what you gain from it. Right. These guys are all type triple A personalities, testosterone driven football players on a high level. They wouldn't be at Colorado playing in the pack 12 if these guys didn't have that kind of engine, I know they're trying
1: to get more out of it. I appreciate that. I tell you what, Dion, I do. you told us how great of a father you are. And you told us that you don't have problem with fights. How about we put on pay-per-view Shiloh against Shadur and we'll let him go for three rounds. That'd be great entertainment. You want to do that as a father?
2: Yeah. I just don't understand. And the glib and the glibness of it is, is, is interesting to me. Um, but there have been some some interesting places here in the last few weeks when you the comments on on the offensive line the the notice uh, the day before a game that you are changing the play caller um what 24 hours out 36 hours out that and and then and not really answering to it
1: Um, But he did tell us he's a great father. He's he's an all-star. He's a Hall of Famer as a father. You know what he is? I'm sure he is a good father. I'm sure he is. He's also a snowplow dad. You know what a helicopter parent is? Yeah. He's a snowplow dad. He clears the road for his own kids. Like like his son, who shares his name. If you want to watch practice, Denver Media, you got to subscribe to my son's YouTube channel. That's a snowplow dad. That, that, that's someone who, who is doing things for his kids, which right. is great. I would do anything for my kids. Of course you would. As, as would you. Right. But I would not do it to that level either. And Shadour has worked his tail off, and Dion Jr. has worked his tail off, and so is Shiloh. And good on them, good on Dion. I I get all of that stuff, but I'll tell you right now, I'm not someone who would ever say, I'm gonna sit. I'm gonna sit and enjoy watching a couple of my kids fight.
2: Look, if 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 Buff's Nation is all good with this and they can turn the other cheek and or 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 a, or a deaf ear to some of this, how does this play out this time next year under similar circumstances? Let's say they have. Let's say they are where they are now, and this time next year they're right about where they are right now. Time has has kind of worn on this act has has worn on a little bit what what's the thinking then what, what how are you reacting to like maybe if if you're one of those people out there that some of these remarks and, and I and I will use the two in particular that i think are the most egregious I think the fighting remark is pretty egregious I think the throwing your offensive line remarks were pretty egregious how do those play out to you now right now it's pretty easy because you know what We've sucked for so long, and Dion has given us a glimmer of hope, even though the 3 and 0 start didn't manifest itself into a successful season. How does it play out this time next year?
1: Mm. Coming up after the break, the Buffalo Bills' offense is in trouble, and not because of what you're seeing on the field. We'll explain next.
0: drive with Goodman and Hurdle presented by Silter Har Mazda a no pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silter Har Mazda find them at sthmazda.com live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wild Card Casino Sports Desk here's Eric and Bruce welcome back morning drive Goodman
1: Hurdle watch us smileysports.com you can reach us roller auctions twitter feed at Bruce Hurdle at Eric Goodman next week roller auctions having five auctions with over 3,000 items including Electric bikes, hardwood flooring, contracting tools, police evidence, and much more. Get involved, get notifications about upcoming auctions at RollerAuction.com backslash MHS. Time now for What's Trending.
0: What's Trending is presented by Roller Auctions. Get what you want at the price you want. Go to RollerAuction.com slash MHS and they'll send you notifications on their latest auctions.
1: The Buffalo Bills offense had a players-only meeting. To me, that's not shocking. Who called the players-only meeting is shocking. Latavius Murray, who has been there for not even a full season. Great dude. Josh Allen didn't call it. Stephon Diggs didn't call it. Gabe Davis didn't call it. Latavius Murray. He's in his first year. He's rushed for 147 yards on 42 carries. The way we know Latavius Murray, I don't think he would ever do that in the Broncos locker. Oh, my gosh, no. Now, there isn't like an embarrassment of riches of leaders on the Broncos offense. At least there wasn't last year. Yeah, but he played a very key role for them down the season stretch. What does it say about what's going on in Buffalo with their offense that Latavius Murray is calling a players-only meeting for the offense?
2: It's a a great question, because what do you hope to get out of that? They don't run the ball. So philosophically, they've already cast their die, right? They don't run the football. So what exactly do you hope to gain from that? And are there that many grievances that need to be aired publicly? Well, privately, but publicly amongst an offensive unit? to get taken care of? Uh, Is it something about Josh Allen and the fact that he turns the ball over? Are there things brewing behind the scenes that we don't know about? It was obviously bad enough for
1: someone to call for a player-only meeting. I am not suggesting the Broncos are going to beat the Bills. No. And I'll be honest with you, over the last couple of weeks, this bye week has allowed the feeling about the Broncos to grow legs we really have a chance at the playoffs this extra week has allowed the narrative to Mm. continue because they've because they've won two games in a row Mm. but I will tell you they are certainly facing the bills at the right time okay Josh Allen I was told was a terrific leader when he got there a great leader he was pushed hard by Brian Dayball Brian Dayball is no longer in the building, and believe me, he's not coming back as long as Sean McDermott is the head coach, because apparently those two guys don't get along, Dayball and Sean McDermott. Um Ken Dorsey, the quarterback coach, when Dayball was the offensive coordinator, he and Josh Allen were tight talking about Dorsey and Allen. Apparently, Dorsey is playing favorites in a roundabout way. Yeah. Okay. Where criticism will go to everybody else, but Josh Allen, you would think Stephon Diggs might be a guy who calls that meeting, but this is how it was phrased to me by somebody who covers the team. Stephon Diggs would never call this meeting because he's getting his touches, period. Hmm. I was told Stephon Diggs cares more about his touches, cares more about the Hall of Fame, cares more about his stats, probably, than winning. He is the type of guy that you want on a winning team, but you don't want on a losing team. So Diggs is not going to call this meeting. Josh Allen, I can't believe he didn't call this meeting. But what the hell is going on up there? And the only reason we're talking about it is because the Broncos play them next.
2: Yeah. Y- yeah, I still don't like the Broncos in this game. C- picture Samaj but- picture
1: P run. Yeah. Calling a players only meeting for mm-hmm. the offense. Yeah. It it would just seem kind of out of whack. Oh my gosh, yes. And and Samaje P Ryan, by the way has been more effective than Latavius Murray has Mm -hmm. been there, and this is not a knock on Latavius Murray.
2: Players-only meetings come from a source of frustration that isn't always publicly understood. There are things going on privately, uh, grumblings, murmurings, mistrust, distrust, whatever the case may be. It, it's usually reflective of a larger thing, or if maybe they're catching it early on something that's starting to brew. This is a football team that's five and four. Um, they've got their hardest stretch coming up. They are suddenly outside of the playoffs, were they to to happen today. So there is there is some
1: there are some issues in Buffalo. No question about it. Offensively, they have issues. And defensively, with all their injuries, they have issues. They can be run against. But here's the other issue, and this is what was told to me. This team right now is very tightly wound, Mm. like a snare drum. And it all comes from Sean McDermott because he is tightly wound, the team is tightly wound, and that's one reason why this team has been struggling. If there was a perfect storm for the Broncos to get the Bills on the schedule, this Monday is the day that you want to play them. Is
2: that enough for you to call your shot for the Broncos this weekend?
1: No, because the Broncos have their own problems. They, they do, and and they're still working through them. I'm just saying that if there was a time to play the Buffalo Might Bills, be right now. This, is, this is it. The Bills can be had. I'm not suggesting the Broncos are going to beat them, but this is a perfect storm. To play this Buffalo team on the road.
2: Yeah, the question for me is, does desperation win out over a team on the come, a team that's
1: improving? Here's the thing. The Bills are desperate, but they are also playing tight because they are reflecting the personality of their head coach. Hmm. So if things don't go well, things can fall apart in a hurry. What do we have coming up on just in case you missed?
3: The Avs dropped a tough one to the team that knocked them out of the playoffs last year. In the Iowa-Rutgers game, tomorrow has a historic low total for the over-under. What is it set at? That's next on Morning Drive with Goodman and Hurdle on Mile High Sports.
0: drive with goodman and hurdle presented by silter har mazda a no pressure buying experience in broomfield at silter har mazda find them at sthmazda.com. live from the sasquatch casino and wildcard casino sports desk here's eric and bruce welcome back morning drive goodman hurdle watch us my
1: life, you can reach us roller auctions twitter feed at Bruce Hurdle at Eric Goodman next week. Roller Auctions having five auctions with over 3,000 items, including electric bikes, hardwood flooring, contracting tools, police evidence, and more. Get involved. Get notifications about upcoming auctions at rollerauction.com/MHS. Time now for the final
0: word. The final word. Are you ready? Presented by Sasquatch Casino in Blackhawk. Just in case you missed it. Presented by Mount High Appliance, Colorado's favorite appliance store for 25 years in Louisville, Colorado Springs, and now open in their new store in Littleton. Go to MountHighAppliance.com.
3: Okay, just in case you missed it, the Avs lost last night 4-3 to to the Seattle Kraken, the team that knocked them out of the first round last year in seven games. Seattle scored with less than a minute left in the third period to break the 3-3 tie. Uh, also, Arturi Lekkonen was taken to the hospital for further evaluation after going headfirst into the boards. Uh, what are your thoughts on another tough loss to the Kraken?
2: Uh, can the Abs ever score first against Seattle? Ever? I mean, ever? Seattle scored early, and then they scored with 32 seconds left
1: for the winner. Well, they were up 2 zip, and that plays into the hands of a team that likes to tighten you up defensively. I mean, mean,
2: I'd give my soul, my hockey soul, for an opening goal against Seattle to play from in front instead of trying to chase this team, which is built, as you have told me, at least last year, to play with a lead. Yep. One of the best teams in the NHL to play with a lead, at least last year. I would imagine there's some carryover. The The injury to Lekkonen was a concern to me. That looked worse than it sounds like it might be. Um, but, you know, I, I was disappointed. You expect them to take care of their home ice, and they weren't able to do it last night.
3: All right, just in case you missed it, odds makers are going to new lows, trying to get a gauge on defensive-minded Iowa. The over-under total on the Hawkeyes home game tomorrow against Rutgers dipped to 28 points, which (laughs) is the lowest of any college football game since at least 2000, Uh, barring any late line movement. Rutgers-Iowa will be the first game with an over-under total of less than 30 in ESPN's odds database. Uh, This is... From a longtime Vegas odds maker with Caesar Sportsbook, he said, I looked through my database and couldn't find a number in the 20s, but I did find 1,500 games over the last five years with higher first-half totals than 28. Wow. Uh, would you venture to take under 28 points tomorrow for Iowa Rutgers?
1: Well, let's look at what Iowa has done All right. offensively. Let's go. They beat Northwestern 10-7 to mm. against Minnesota the week before. They lost 12-10. to mm. Uh, the week before, they beat Wisconsin fifteen to six. This is kind of That's like a good win, by the way. This is kind of like the Broncos' offense. When you look at last night's game between the Bears and the Panthers, the over/under was thirty-eight and a half. This thing is ten and a half points lower. Rutgers is not really much of a juggernaut either, especially when you look at the way they have scored. Although they did beat Indiana thirty-one to fourteen. They did beat um Michigan State twenty-seven to twenty-four. Hmm. But Iowa's defense is excellent, and their offense is putrid. That's for sure. This is very similar to the Broncos. Their defense was excellent last year. Their offense was awful, and they were almost all a lot of those games were low scoring games. 12 to 9, now, 10 to 9. So would you bet it? I wouldn't. It's w- too low. I wouldn't bet it for this reason. I wouldn't want to watch it. Yeah.
2: That is a true statement. Why in the world, with all due respect to what... I want to
1: watch the game. Perferenc has
2: done there. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I don't take anything away from what he's done. But, man, aesthetically watching Iowa is just... And I've tried a couple of times. It's just not fun to
1: watch. Oh, by the way, if the season ended today... It would be Michigan against Iowa in the Big Ten championship. Game. Wah, wah, wah. Iowa is seven and two overall. Yeah, pretty amazing
2: scoring. 14 points a game or whatever it is. Right. That That's was,
1: remarkable. And that was Mountain High Appliance. Just in case you missed it, you can walk in any store, try out the appliances before you buy them. If you want to redesign your kitchen, they have a staff that can help you do that. You need a single appliance. They have the best appliances out there. But if you're looking for extra low pricing, like a scratch and ding, right, you're going to get lower prices. doesn't mean the product doesn't work. It works perfectly. It's just there's a scratch on it. No one's going to walk into your, you know, laundry room and say, man, you know, look at that scratch That's on your washer." Who cares? It cleans my clothes really well because it's a top product. My my whites are still bright. Mountain High Appliance, you can find them in Louisville, Littleton. You can also find their clearance center in Denver. Coming up after the break, Von Miller is still revered in that Broncos locker room, and rightfully so. And for the first time since Von Miller was traded, they will see him on the field. I mean, they have seen him off the field. Heck, he was at what, Cortland Sutton's yep, wedding? Sure was. Right. Yep. There you go. So they love this guy. The question, is, the question is, will he go down as the second best player in franchise history hmm. after John Elway? Where does he rank amongst everybody because he is so revered? And is he one of the most favored athletes in the history of this city? That's next.